Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The College Experience Week 16 Recap and Danterbase Top 25, along with the playoff shitty review on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks, presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DJs only cash big. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and betters, including the crew from SGPN. Better than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at betterthanvegas.vegas. That's betterthanvegas.vegas. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome, welcome to the college experience week 16 recap and invitational just crock of shit uh, and Dantabase top 25. My name is Colby swinging Dantabase Dan, AKA pick done D that's not a pick for the playoffs. This is ha and I'm joined by my co-host Woo. give it up for Former JF, JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, a wheel and a dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, how are you, pal? Buddy, well, I want to, but I'm doing great personally. Personally, I'm doing fucking great. Okay. Yeah. And anyone who's listened to us knows what's coming here, right? And rightfully so. And how are you doing? Let me ask you that. Ah, you know, it's just a waste of a season again. Just another I one. I wouldn't of these. say it's a waste of a season, but it's it's in fact, as you've pointed out on a number of occasions, this has been one of the most productive seasons of all times because well, it's better than no football. Also, it's better than what no football, yeah. And because it has so clearly highlighted to everyone. And now Twitter is a Twitter 
you yeah. know, the thing is though, even is that when you can get Tim Brando to say the system true. is corrupt, that's true. It's <laughs> something has true. been accomplished. That is very true. And yeah. even Herb street and stuff. Cause yeah. I thought forever they would. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, it's, I find college football. One of these things that changes is so hard to do. So for some reason, I, even with my optimism on like, Hey, this is being brought to the forefront. Yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere. Uh, you're probably right. I mean, the simplest, the simplest solution, even within the framework that they already have, which is terrible, right? seems to be the hardest thing for them to do. Like the bowl selection, you know, let alone the bowl system. But like the, when you have obvious compelling matchups that everyone would want to see, or you can, you know, flip the teams around and make completely uncompelling matchups and you take the latter, you know, when giving that option. And that seems to be what they do on a regular basis, whether it be, you know, not doing Florida versus UCF a few years back or this year, you know, that it had to be because Florida's uh, athletic director was in that, in that, uh, on that committee. Yeah. You they, know, he didn't want to get it. Cause they would have got their ass whooped that right. way. It's They're the same thing with, you know, selecting teams and not taking any, not allowing smaller teams to have a chance to get into the playoff in the first place. It's the same thing during these bowls when they don't want that smoke, you know, obviously Florida's athletic director concerned that recruiting might be impacted if UCF smacks them around in the bowl game. So rather than have, you know, and and when you're looking at the bowl selection committees, like responsibilities, as far as putting together new year, six bowls that aren't the semifinals, one of the things is geographical considerations. I would say uh, sending fuck that UCF. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. But but if that is true, then sending UCF to uh, Atlanta would have made a lot more sense than sending them to uh, Phoenix, right? Yeah. And then if you're looking for a compelling matchup, how about Florida versus UCF? Yeah. I uh, think everyone would have preferred that. I think a lot of people would want to see that, but it's just like <laughs> how how stupid can you be? How stupid can you be if that's what you're trying to accomplish? If you're trying to make the most compelling matchups. And you have A and M, who you know obviously had a super ugly breakup with the SEC, and then you have no, Big o- 12, or the Big Twelve, 12 yeah. and then you have uh, uh, Oklahoma, six-time defending Big Twelve champion, and obviously the bell cow of the Big Twelve. If you want a lot of shit talk to happen, you put those two against each other. Not Florida and Oklahoma, who aside from a national championship that no one watched, fucking have no history with each other. Or uh, Texas yeah. Salmon and North Carolina, who no well, one gives a fuck well, about. I, what they really missed there, it should have been Florida and North Carolina. Yeah. and Because they're both mirror images of each other. Right. Great offense. If you're going to yeah. have a shootout, make it a and shootout. And I'm sure that one might get ratings because, you yeah, know. Yeah, it would be like the repeat. average football fan loves like a 58 to 50 score now. Um, but then you'd have A&M Oklahoma, two good defensive teams this year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the aforementioned uh, you know fucking what? backstory. But you know what? The ties to the conferences are horrible too. They are like army being nine and two can't get a bowl. South Carolina is two and nine and they get, they get a bowl. Right. I mean, and stop it with the tie ins. Right. I hate that. I yeah. hate it. Why is it pre set up and just and pick games just at the end? Just say, huh, let's find compelling matchups. Let's not go. Hey, third team, in the ACC, must play the third team in the Pac-12. Fuck that. Pick your pick. But the problem is, I guess if I leave it up to you, it would be really jaded. Then they'll be like, "Well, Florida plays North Texas." Right. Well, it's just like this free market system that they have in place here that, like, really also highlights, uh, you know, that 
the little guys are playing for the scraps. Like you said, coastal Carolina, you know, even though it, it they ended up getting a decent matchup in Liberty. Like if, if, but if that they, was on their schedule, they should have just made that up. They should make it up this weekend and then play a team in two weeks. They should. And that would be fun. But either way, uh, the committee clearly doesn't value Liberty because they're they not even in the top 25. They didn't put them in the top 25. So they're basically like, let's take coastal Carolina yeah. and play your reward for your great season and, and your opportunity to really prove what a great year you've had and, 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 and gain some um, credibility in our eyes is to play an unranked team. They're yeah. fucking, they're, they're completely dirty. It's completely dirty. I just don't. And the committee's though. supposed to be, you would think like, who's responsible for ranking these teams and potentially putting uh, coastal Carolina in a position to be like in a new year, six bowl based on their ranking. Um, I don't, you would think, okay, the committee is not dirty. They're, they're impartial, right? Yeah. But no, they're clearly dirty. They're clearly, they have the power, uh, power conferences, best interests at heart. There's yeah. almost no denying that at this yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, it just makes it so hard to get excited. It's the only sport in the world that gets horrible as the season goes on. It's true. I mean, some people say they love it, but I think uh, if you've been paying attention for long enough, then you it's it pisses you off. Well, that's what drives me crazy. I I, I don't know if it's just the lay fan that doesn't dive into it. That all, the only teams they know are Oklahoma, yeah. Alabama, and Ohio State, and LSU. And they're like, no, they should like. I I want to see those teams. I've only heard of them. It just drives me. Like you didn't happen crazy. to notice like they lost and other teams won. Did you No, No. Cause you weren't paying fucking attention. Well, and doesn't this go against their, uh, doesn't this go against what they've been saying? Let's so, I mean, there's so many layers to this thing. We could talk coastal Carolina. We could talk all these teams. I, I honestly, I tweeted this. Yeah. If I think you set up a game between Notre Dame and A&M tomorrow, I think Notre Dame probably wins but by three or four. Yeah. Right. But that doesn't mean that I'm right. They both have one loss. Right. And one was in, I thought they said, if you lose in a conference championship or, or, or right around the, the, the past month, especially the way that Notre Dame lost. And also what does that do to Notre Dame's win? Because we know Trevor Lawrence was out. If they, if they won't give BYU a good win against Boise State because their quarterback was out. Right. Why are they willing to give Notre Dame? Well, especially for after you just a great win. Especially after you just saw the difference. Right. Yeah. Notre um, Dame hangs forty-seven. Uh, in which, you know, I do think that the pressure of having to keep up with Clemson's offense probably affected Notre Dame's offense. And when Clemson is putting points on the board and Notre Dame's options are limited because they're playing catch up, then yeah, it affects the entire game. Like. You could say, oh, Notre Dame still scored on Clemson's defense the first time around. I think there's some truth to that, but I do think the game in its entirety is completely changed by Trevor Lawrence's presence. And, you know, the fact that we've seen Notre Dame in this situation against a powerhouse team at full strength on a number of occasions and just all, the results destroyed. have always yeah. been the same. Well, and, and I just, I, I feel sorry for A&M fans, but I mean, I'm, I, first I feel sorry for Cincinnati fans and Coastal Carolina fans and San Jose state fans and even BYU fans, because BYU lost a game at the one yard line in the game scheduled 48 hours beforehand. Um, and I truly th I like, how about this one? They have Florida <laughs> at number seven. Mm. They've lost two weeks in a row. 
and they've dropped one spot. <laughs> but one was to five and five LSU. The other was to Bama. Okay, we know Bama's, we think, one of the best teams in the country. Although I'm starting to have questions. I'm starting to think Clemson could beat Bama. Right. Um, Bama's played two top 30 off. I mean, Bama, uh, A&M was, is the 35 offense in the country. They, they hung 24 on Bama. So even that's not a great defensive performance by Bama. And that's against a, a decent but not very good offense. Yeah. Right, number 35. But And they played two... Uh, Top ten offenses in Ole Miss and uh, Florida. And they both laid almost fifty. Yeah, they're actually exactly. I think forty nine and forty eight, right? Yeah, that uh, forty eight and forty eight, I think maybe. Okay, but uh, either way, like uh, or no forty eight and forty six, but either way, uh, very very suspect defense. Well, that's being why played by Alabama. That's why, and, and that's if if they're going to give you know I saw everyone congratulating Florida, playing a great close game, which actually it got out of hand early. Yeah, but. To their credit, they made a comeback. That's true. And look, I, I've said this all year. As much as I knew Florida was counterfeit, I say in a large playoff, they're dangerous. Just like no, if North Carolina was to play Bama tomorrow. Yeah. Just like if, if uh, you know UCF or Oklahoma played Bama tomorrow. Oklahoma's offense isn't as good as I thought it was, though. Um, Oklahoma's. Yeah, I mean Oklahoma I, I, almost. There was some bullshit early on in that uh, oh, the first drive. Iowa State game. That. Oh man, that, that targeting it makes me just wonder about football, but okay. A&M is at five. I don't, I just don't get, cause look, they've said in years past that if you lose in the conference championship or lose late, like TCU did to Baylor, mm-hmm. they won't put you in right. because it's a recency thing. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame just got fucking destroyed. Yeah. If you're playing your best football at the end of the year, that's supposed to be a difference maker in terms of, okay, they have improved over the course of the year, but if your last game you get fucking destroyed in, it's not a well. And if you ins- dig deeper, inspiring any confidence. If you dig deeper, I think they're they've played. I think off the top of my head, I believe it's three winning teams they've played. Notre Dame, yeah. And I think they're they're one and two in the or no, the, I'm sorry, two and one in those. No, because they played Clemson twice, so it would be four then, right? Okay, but they have played. Two two of their wins have been uh, with backup quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett wasn't there for Pitt, and Lawrence wasn't there for Clemson. Right. And then the <laughs> two games that they've played against starting quarterbacks against winning teams, they're one and one in. Yeah. <laughs> one of them being an ass an ass whipping in the hands of Clemson. Look, no, you don't have to convince me. I think Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I here's here's what I'll say. Okay. Notre Dame's offense isn't the type of offense that's going to be able to keep up with Alabama because Alabama has an insane offense. We, we can all admit that. Yeah. Um, I mean, the receivers might be the best receivers ever at one time at, at, at the same school. Yeah. And that's with Waddle out. Um, yeah. The, the Alabama's offense is incredible, but Notre Dame will still score on them probably because Alabama's defense isn't all that. Like we just said. Um, but like at this point, Clemson, I think we'll beat Alabama after, after seeing Alabama just completely incapable of stopping Florida and uh, Ole Miss at this point and Clemson having a comparable offense to those two. And then the fact that Clemson, I mean, when you think Ole Miss has the worst defense in the entire country yeah. and Clemson's got the number seven defense. Yeah. I think Clemson will beat them. I think Clemson will beat them, but I just am not, I don't care to watch those games. I, I, I don't like watching those things. 
I've seen it too many times. Well, I mean, Clemson, Alabama is always fun, but you're right. I have seen that particular matchup too many Even times. Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, Notre Dame, we just yeah. saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of like... And it was a fucking ass whooping. Being interested in the, the, the teams that are playing football. We get it. Okay. They, they don't even care. What, what, it's almost like David Stern where, look, he didn't care about the viewer. He doesn't care about the fan of the sport. Yeah. And that's... Well, I mean, there was many angles to why the NBA is shit, but I'm saying, I, f- I feel like this is, they're, they're only, they're yeah. not looking out for the, the, the pulse of the sport. Right. They're looking. Yeah. That's, that's exactly the way you put it right there is like, in a sense, they're looking out for the fan because they're looking to get fans watching, but they are completely unaware and, and torpedoing the long-term uh, fan interest in the sport, which is, you know, the, 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 the core viewership, which is what drives uh, any sport. And, and, and that interest is what gets other like lay fans interested in, but you can see it with the NBA. They've lost their core viewership yeah. and now they, now, the now, lay they're, fan depe- now they're, no, they're dependent on China. Yeah. Exactly. I'm serious. In America, they don't even do that great of ratings. Yeah. They it's suck. all in, it's all in China where they kill it. Yeah. Um, I just, I mean, there's so many levels to this thing. Florida. I don't understand how Florida drops one spot and you lose two weeks in a row. I, I know it's Alabama, but LSU is LSU. They were a losing team. Yeah. And I still, th- and they're not a winning team. They just squeaked by Ole Miss the next week. Yeah. They're not a good team, dude. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. I mean, we've seen them get their ass whooped by a lot of teams this year. Yeah. And, and, and to think that there's a team in Cincinnati that has, that plays in a decent conference, right? American is probably better than one or two power five conferences. This oh, year. I would argue for sure. The big 10 this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we pack 12 probably too. Yeah. Yeah. Pack 12 Oregon just won the pack 12. That's the funniest shit ever that the highest ranked team. Someone tweeted out the highest ranked team is Colorado. The team that played that won won the championship the, or the, the team that won the North Washington, the team that won the South color or USC, right? The team that won the conference Oregon yeah. <laughs> and just a trickle down like the, the, I don't know. It's just, it's just so yeah, much, it show. It's just and, so and much Cincinnati goes and they beat a good Tulsa team. Tulsa had the number 20 defense in the country in the rain too. It was a fucking rainy day. Yeah, that's it was beautiful. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. I don't know, but, but I, I just don't understand how Florida only drops one fucking spot. Did they even drop it? Oh, they were what? Six last week. No, like, they dropped. Oh, they didn't lose any spots from the loss to Bama. Yeah. They dropped one spot from losing for, uh, to, to LSU. There's uh what's coastal's record. Coastal's 11 and 0. 11 and 0 and, and, and Florida six and three <laughs> and they got Florida in the new year's six game. If you're, if uh, here's all right, now I'm going to take this conversation to this point right now. Obviously there's, there's a complete disrespect. Mike Oresco, uh, commissioner of the American conference, um, you know, is saying, you know, publicly acknowledging, which is a, a huge thing, uh, because he's in cahoots with these dudes. That's like the, the, what you do right before a fucking divorce is you acknowledge the problem, you know? Yeah. And so, if the American and these like the Mountain West, the Mac, all these other conferences, especially with like the Sun Belt coming up here, and the American in particular having like major U.S. cities as like its uh its its brand, you know, if they were to break off and like because they're not, they're getting 
crumbs of the pie and not getting like the part of the pie that they're, they're deserving of, right? If they say, fuck it, we're going to make our own little pie here. They have the capability, you know, and you know I what? I still think that's drastic though, because it is what drastic. about in March madness? Like if they do that, they're going to create enemies, bro. I, I just don't see that. Fuck that dude. If you're, I mean, really like from a financial standpoint, you're, you're like, take out sports entirely, right? Take out, uh, any kind of rivalry, this, that, the other. And think about this strictly from a business level. If you are generating this level of uh, content and product, right, that generates this amount of money, and then you are getting thrown a scrap, would you stay in that fucking agreement? Or would you no. say, hey, you know I what? I mean, I've always wondered why you couldn't do a lawsuit. I feel, I feel like it's defamation of character. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like it's like you keep us like this. We keep winning and we're in the same, which right. is division one. Yeah. Dude, the, the, the value that the group of five provides in like being the foil for the, uh, uh, power five at this point and, and making them look good. Like if you take that away and, and then all of a sudden a team like Indiana or not this year, but like traditionally or like Purdue this year becomes the worst team in fucking that league of football, then they're they're up shit Creek, you know? And then I think that like, if you have a championship, if, if, if Cincinnati is playing coastal and there's no cross division shit and people start to question like, Hey, is this, t- could they compete? Like, could they compete with the a quote, quote, power five schools? Then you get an AFL NFL situation, you know, the NFL was like, okay, the AFL could never beat them. And then but the AFL created their own league anyway and, and started and to get Joe viewers. Willie Namath said, fuck you. Joe Namath came along and guess what? And so I really think the power five is, is playing with fire here because once that bridge is burned and once that line is crossed and they decide to uh, jump ship and, and do their own thing, then they're fucked because Cincinnati, uh, Memphis, uh, Philadelphia, Let's think of all the cities. Uh, the temple doesn't even have fans ever show up to their game. I'm like reluctant. I, look, I like it. Buffalo, like no, these are Charlotte with, with in the conference. Yeah, USA. but that's because they're Georgia they're, State's they're in, in an agreement that that uh, keeps them at the bottom, right? If Temple all of a sudden was playing for the championship of you know one of the two uh, conferences in or division, whatever you would call it, leagues of college football, I bet people from Philadelphia would come out and support. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing that uh, separates Boston college's potential from temples potential. And yet the fact that Boston college is in a fucking power five league and temple is not keeps Boston college above temple. And it will perpetually until the group of five either gets their share, which, or they fucking break off. Uh, no, you make, you make a good point. Um, so what was the point of the ACC championship game? Yeah. Supposedly all these games matter. Let's talk about games that actually matter this weekend. Would Florida have gotten in if they won? Probably not. They probably would have put Clemson over. I don't Florida. know if they don't, if they yeah, don't, if they don't go, move them. They don't move on two losses, but one spot. Right. What is a win? Like they're going to be number one in the nation. That's true. That that's true. I mean, they, they do love the sec. So maybe, maybe that had some meaning. I still think though, if you have one loss, Bama, who's definitely still in, uh, one loss, Notre Dame, one loss, Clemson, uh, and, or even two loss. But if it's one loss, Clemson and one loss, Notre Dame and a two loss, Florida, 
do they make, do they have Florida jump up with that loss to LSU? I don't know that I that game no actually matters. Idea, dude. I, yeah, well, I have no, like to me, you're asking me to guess on something that I just don't understand what the fuck they're doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's no logic. There's no consistent logic. We know that much. So it, it is complete guesswork and subjectivity, like, you know, down to the each decision. And so, but what was the point of that game? Well, we don't know if what that, did they, what was established in that game? And then like, what was game? the point of the ACC championship? Uh, seating supposedly. Now Notre Dame plays uh, Bama instead of Ohio State. Which how about, how about shout out to Mike Elko who tweeted out, uh, "I may never watch an ESPN analyst talk ever again in the rest of my life." <laughs> the funny thing is, if Mike Elko was still at Notre Dame, he'd be loving it. That's uh, true. <laughs> but now he's at A and M. Well, I, I thought it was funny that uh, Kellen Mond said he tweeted out that Texas A and M has no quality wins in quotations, and he said all these SEC teams that are mediocre in the media's eyes would run the table in other leagues. Yeah. I, I just, not true. I can't believe that. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, you, you think Kentucky's going to go win the big 10. <laughs> He's drinking his own Kool-Aid. A Dude, little bit. I, I said, I think you put Vandy in South Carolina in the Mac. They don't win it. Right. I'm serious. Yeah. I think the, I think the Mac, they would not win the Mac or the conference USA. Yeah. Maybe the conference USA. South Carolina could could do some damage, it, but I right. still think. Oh, Vandy wouldn't do shit in yeah. either one. We'll we'll get to see because UAB, although a bunch of players are already opting out, plays South Carolina in the, one of the dumbest bowl games I've ever fucking seen. But if they lose to UAB, who won the conference USA, um, then we'll find out a little bit about if, these mediocre uh, yeah. SEC teams. But I mean, what a dumb. What is he like? What the fuck is he watching? I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know. he's the yeah. quarterback for a Now I wouldn't expect a uh, completely measured <laughs> response. I, I, I don't. But they're snub. All of this shit, dude. Anyway, I do want to talk about. Let's. I don't want to go completely negative. I know we've got a lot to go. I don't negative. have much positive to say. I honestly don't. I'm not excited for one fucking matchup. I'll I'll inject the incite excitement for our fans because they don't want to. I know. Uh, look, I, you think I like being this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I lose uh, like energy. I just like I'm just like <laughs> defeated. I'm look, like, remember in fucking when uh Mel Mel Gibson and Braveheart like finds out that that douchebag is like yeah. on the other side. I don't want to lose heart. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. But he finds out like remember he rips his helmet off. Oh yeah, 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 and he finds out. That's the way I feel about being like a football fan. I'm all in on college football, and then you find this out, and you're just like, <laughs> just I, you know what I mean? Like, just kill me, just kill year. me. You know what I mean? Like, this is a horrible sport, right? And I still love it, and it, it's like I don't get it. Well, you do think like, especially during COVID, you're like, this is the fucking year. They can't help it. There's no way they would have a six and three Florida team with a loss to a 500 LSU over. An eleven and zero Coastal Carolina team, with, especially with what the Sun Belt no, did to the Big Twelve, way over. <laughs> Dude, they still have Iowa State ahead of them. Yeah, uh, it's just like Lafayette sitting there, like, what is? Can Iowa State go? Like they've lost three games now. Right. Three. We beat them. Right. Yeah. We By seventeen, them shut them out in the second half in Ames with fucking fans. Yeah. What else do you want? Right. <laughs> uh, it would be funny to see like the logic applied like to each situation the same and to see how it would come out, like create a set of rules, right. Uh, uh, that, that one thing supersedes the next, you know, like, okay. Undefeated 
and like somehow come up with a system that measures it out and see what what disparity there is in their supposed like rules that that that. Well, you know what drives me crazy too is everything is rigged because like even like when I listen to these jackasses talk, yeah, they'll say, "Well, they didn't." How many top twenty-five wins do you have? And I go, "Well, the top twenty-five is jaded in itself." Right. How many times throughout my whole life yeah. I've seen like a four and four Notre Dame team be like, you know, back when Ron Palace or something was there, and it's like, no, they're still number seventeen. Right. Or Texas this year even. So it's like, how am I supposed to give that merit? Yeah, they you know just I mean? lost to Rice, but you've got them at four and four, sitting at number sixteen in the country. Like, Dude, does it, that still count as a quality? And, and it happens in college basketball too. Sure, but I'm saying like at least they don't they aren't dependent on that being like. Well, you look at the, the this top is the metric yeah. that excludes you from. Oh my god! It just it, it's it's like you're quoting something horrible. Yeah. You're using that. You're citing. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Quoting. I can't fucking talk. <laughs> uh, look, you know what? The only answer, I th- I think the boycott is one. But guess what? I'm just I honestly I'm not excited to watch the games. I'll 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 come from a different angle here. We still have most of the best teams or several of the best teams in college football undisputedly playing for a quasi championship. Okay. And so Alabama versus Clemson is probably the two best teams in college football. The prospect of seeing those two teams play either way. It's great football. It's great football. That's being played. So you can't be that upset. Like take away, like the uh, take away the championship, take away the championship aspect of it. And appreciate it for the football aspect of it, and you should get excited about that. Now, obviously, you can't take that away because you know the the implications and the ramifications of the game are going to perpetuate the bullshit system. And so, uh, suspending that uh, hatred for the uh, situation is very difficult Clem- because Clemson. Now, granted, Trevor Lawrence was out, but the only time they played two teams with winning records back to back, they lost. Who's this? Clemson. Yeah, I mean there it is. Now Trevor Lawrence was out, and that's the same Notre Dame team that they just fucking destroyed. So yeah, maybe... but guess what? Everyone had someone well, out at that, some point. And, and and by the way, the first winning team they won by six, and that was against Boston College. But once again, Trevor Lawrence was out. Right. But it's just I don't, dude. I feel I don't even know which direction to take this podcast because I'm just sitting there. I mean, I, for this episode, but I mean, like, yeah. I just I'm like I don't what 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 are we supposed to look at? Like, I know you're trying to to be positive here. Yeah. I I, I think I, you have to force yourself. You have to force yourself to be positive. We're gonna do this for let's let's do an exercise in mental health here, Colby. <laughs> <laughs> for two minutes. For two minutes. Give yourself a gift of positivity and talk about one thing about this is like a woosah, like group therapy moment. <laughs> this is college football counseling. Okay. Uh, Clemson versus Ohio state. What are the compelling aspects of this game? Revenge. Certainly revenge from last year. You got to figure Ohio state. I don't think this game's going to be very close. I think Clemson might rock them, but Ohio state having an offense and Clemson having some hiccups earlier this year suggest that uh, they can I mean, fuck I, around. And, and Plus, a motivated Ohio State is that's true, a different beast. I'm just not excited to watch it, dude. Buddy, I don't know that I'm going to watch the playoff. I'll buddy. tell you that. Okay. I think. I think. Give me two minutes of your uh, of your soul here, okay? Or give me two minutes. I'll of, bet on it, but I'm not going to watch because I I can't be. It's like the David Stern thing. 
Yeah. It's like, I can't support. You're complicit. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it because if I do it, then I'm the problem. Right. <laughs> Your eyeballs, that TV being turned yeah. on and being counted among viewers. I can't. I can't <laughs> fucking do it, man. Uh, buddy, it is what it is. Life ain't fair. It doesn't mean that you don't participate in it. Well, you know what is you fair? You got to be in the fight to change the game. You Colby. know what is fair? What's that? The FCS playoff. Yes, it is. It is fair. Pretty fair. How many teams are in the FCS? 24 or in all the of the entirety FCF? of the FCS. Uh, well, I think that stat welcome to UAB had actually, I think I have it on my phone here. So I'd be curious if you can pull this up that fast. Yeah, I got it. Nice. Uh, there's 130 FBS teams in 20 or 32. Wait, 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 wait. No, it's FBS. No, no, FCS. No, no. Uh, 123 teams, 24 go 19.5%. Would you be satisfied with uh 24, uh, and college football? Would that be a great first step for you? It would be, yeah. it would be because I think after that, they would realize the money would be so good. They would go to 32 and then eventually 64. I actually don't. <laughs> I don't support 64 and I think 32 is even pushing it, but 24, how, how I, I don't understand how you're of that logic. Though. I like, have never, uh, really dug deep enough to see a team outside of the top 25 that I thought based on the regular season, they were being snubbed for not being included in the championship. I mean, what uh, San Jose state's like number 24 right now. They're I seven mean, and yes. oh, one every well, game by double digits. Uh, here's the thing. This is the first time I'm looking at it. Like, uh, and I think the, the, the duration of the season, I, I would be surprised if there's more than one or two undefeated, uh, group of five teams at the end of any year. Historically, I think this year, obviously, how many do we have, uh, Cincinnati coastal San Jose state, San Jose state yeah. three, and then no Buffalo loss. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that tends to happen like more often in, in a full season. And so. A group of five team without any power five wins uh, with a loss or two. Generally, I don't feel like I miss like, but I think you're looking at it too selfishly. You're looking at it from your, from a fan's perspective. But I'm saying like, when you look at it from a whole, the team's perspective uh, of saying like, well, yeah. And this would be great for the sport because you'd have these matchups. Think about how many good games you would have between the middle of the pack. Right. Which would mean great ratings because and you're giving them a chance. Well, like, he, like a six and four Texas tech team might, or what, you know, on a normal year, let's say, let's say six and, or seven and five. Yeah. Uh, we know they're not going to win the championship in the, in the tournament. Yeah. Right. And if we got to that, so big of a tournament, are we really giving them a chance? If, if, yeah, if, if you they, get in, if they're never like statistically speaking, going to win the, like, this is my argument for a nine seed or below has never won the NCAA tournament. That, and that will change soon. That may change. And, and cause I, you've I, seen what Butler was a half court shot away from yeah, that. They hit I, off the backboard. What seed were they though? I think they were right around there. Okay. So I would be curious to see what Loyola seed. was. I think at 11 or 12, they were in the final four. Yeah. I mean, I think basketball and basketball is different than football. I think there is a way more parody, you know, and I do think that the fact that there is more parody leads to even more parody which is why the power five doesn't want to, you know, start because that's a slippery slope. You start down that road, you're going to lose your stranglehold on the power, the prestige, the money, everything that goes with everything that's horrible about the sport. (laughs) Right. The money will be better. You might be right about that. That's the fucking ultimate irony is right now. I know so many people personally, my oldest brother doesn't watch college football because of the system. 
because when Notre he's a Notre Dame fan. Yeah. When they played Florida State and Florida State got in, he quit. He quit. He quit. Ninety three. Yeah. yeah. He said, "I'll I'll never watch it." Right. Yeah. But he's a diehard football fan, right? Yeah. So it's like I, I know so many people like that. Says I can't get into college because so they are short selling those fans. Where you look at the NFL's ratings, look at March Madness's ratings. That's Believe it or true. not, people people. People think the Super Bowl. I'm talking about from a sports gambling, the, the sports gambling podcast that that I'm on. You know, not the college experience. Yeah, everyone thinks, oh, Week One NFL or the Super Bowl is the is the money maker. It's easily March Madness, and get this, Las Vegas as a city. Yeah, the money they bring in puts them in way the black more for the whole year. Way more on March Madness than the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think about alumni and the loyalty that pretty much everyone or a lot of, not everyone, but everyone has done a little time in college or has grown up rooting for a college team, you know, but then you just have more, I don't know. I mean, cause everyone loves the NFL too. I, I, I think that, no, I'm saying you can get college has the potential to approach the yeah, NFL. That, that's my point of loyalty like, and no, as, as in ratings and money. Yeah. And, and I even think they might even be able now I'll say this, your lay fan, it, it could be overwhelming to have 130 teams Right. Yeah. But I also think, so if you might miss some of the lay fan, you're going to get the one that's like, yeah, I went to Wyoming, but I I'm somewhat, I don't really love football, but Hey, we're in the fucking tournament this year. Yeah. Let's have a party at the house. Yeah. All you, my friends from college you, can show up the, there. Uh, the Wyoming uh, fans right now aren't excited to get in the uh, guaranteed rate um, mortgage uh, yeah, 50% uh, off bowl. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Well, I'm, well for the hardcore fans. Yes. But for the, uh, for the person that's somewhat interested in football, yeah. which to me, like they're yeah, just they're selling them away. The NFL. Yeah. Yeah. But I know so many like hardcore NFL fans yeah. that would love college if they had a real playoff yeah, and uh, you, NFL uh, probably mo- the most parody in any sport. And that is because the system takes every measure to uh, account and, and promote parody, whether it be the draft, whether it be the hard salary cap uh, I guess the a proper size playoff, you know. But but I, I'm still confused though for you, like the 32. Okay, let's take a team like uh, here. Let me pull up the top 25 here. Um, but let's say Oklahoma loses that game. Like, do you think Oklahoma is good enough to win the national championship this year? I think I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me. Sure. In a large playoff. Yeah. No. If, if I would still obviously favor Bama and Clemson. Yeah. But I will say they're playing really good ball right now. Oklahoma's the defense. Talent. Yeah. Yeah, is getting better and better and better. They could win a one-game situation versus either Bama or Clemson. Well, I'm based saying on like, what I've if seen. you put them in in a tournament. Yeah. Um, but- now uh, Oklahoma was a team that got very fortunate to beat Texas in overtime. So that was a team that was very close to having three losses. And where the fuck is my rankings here? My point I'm trying to make, if I can find, I have too, way too many windows open right now. Um, is c- currently. Outside of the top 25. Well, I mean, this year is crazy. Let me, uh, well, I mean, first Liberty's not in the top 25. Yeah. I mean, that's a team that's eight or nine and one, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying there are teams one loss on a, like a last second field goal or last minute field goal. Yeah. Against a winning team. Uh, on the road. Oklahoma state is like uh, in the playoff. They're 21. I think in the other one, they're 24, but they're a three loss team. Yeah. You're telling me that that wouldn't like you, you don't, you wouldn't want that in the playoff. You're talking about those teams having a chance to 
I think they, I think they should. I mean, I, I, well, I think, and, and what's the, like, to me, like, what's great is you, you, you'll get like some of the best matchups in college basketball. And I'm using this because in a, in a field of 32 or 64, like I'm saying would be that eight, nine matchup. You know, both teams aren't going to go to the championship, but it's the best damn game you're going to watch all year. Well, here's the thing is let's be honest. I agree with you. I agree that those are fun. Those games are great to watch, but to a lay fan and even to a serious fan, they, I would question. I think a lay fan might be interested in watching just a great game. I agree, but I think I think context is important, and I you have we if we're going to be realistic about like the situation, we have to acknowledge what is lost. Why are people thinking? And you can't just say they're idiots. There, there is something that the uh, sh- uh, smaller playoff size brings. Now, let's the, what we have to do is identify that. And I think like one thing, for instance, is okay. People say, Oh, we're going to lose Auburn, Alabama, the kick six. Right. And you say, yeah, that fucking sucks to lose that. Right. But, but we've seen it not matter before. Well, we have, but we've seen it matter. I'm sa- I've seen Bama lose that game and still make the playoff. Of course. But so that game is irrelevant to me. It doesn't even, it, it wasn't irrelevant that year. And, 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 and it, it cost Bama a well, shot. Just- at a three-peat national championship. We that, just saw Notre Dame Clemson was relevant. But that is an irrelevant one. The, yeah. All, there's I mean, obviously Lafayette, Iowa State's irrelevant. Well, there um, you go. And and so that that's 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 what you're arguing right now is what is gained by and I think the first step though is to acknowledge what is what is lost, right? And then then and and do it truthfully and then figure out what's gained by expanding the playoff and then compare the two and say, which is better. Oh, but I if mean, you can't give an honest far. account of what's lost, but I don't, what, what is, don't what wanna... is really lost to me? Cause I, to me, okay. Uh, this is something that I think the sport is horrible towards the final two or three weeks of the season and into the, and into the playoffs or yeah. into the, the bowl selection. I think it's the bowl games have now even gotten much horrible or much more, more horrible because opt outs and play and coaches leaving. Yeah. There's one way to fix that. I, I mean, we've said Agreed. that a million times, Agreed. but I'm saying like, I don't care when it gets to this point, like today to do this podcast, yeah. I'm glad to do it to you. I'm honored to do it to you, the, to the fans out there. I, yeah. I look, but I don't like, I, I didn't watch the show today. I didn't watch the show. Yeah. And I sat there and I, I found myself <laughs> unmotivated to watch the rest of the season. Yeah. Even on Saturday, I'll be honest. I tuned in because I wanted to see Cincy go undefeated. I would, I would rather see Cincinnati in the playoff than Notre Dame at this point. hundred percent. You know, I think, but, but to me, like, and maybe what am I just the extreme fan? Is it, is that it? Or because I'm telling you, like, that's a huge, a, a huge con about it to me is like, I, it's, I don't care when it gets to this, this week. Yeah. I don't care. It's anymore. not any better from a straight subjectivity standpoint. And from a potentially deserving and potentially the best team in the country being left out of the equation yeah. standpoint than it was during the BCS, you know, or even before the BCS in the bowl coalition. Uh, it was, there's never been a national champion. <laughs> there are years. There's never been a true national champion when there are only, a, when there are fewer teams that I can do this, I can break down. I'm telling you, I was already, let's go into a it. few of them. We've done it before, but we'll go into it. We'll do it again. I, I mean, I pulled up, I, I, I was bored today Yeah, and I was upset because it's just, I, I want to be excited, but I'm not. Yeah. And I, I started from 90. Okay. Right. And at first, okay. You have 1990, 
I'm a Colorado fan, Pat, but it, our national championships kind of bullshit, right? Well, that one was split. So, I mean, well, also complete bullshit. Colorado was 11 and one and one, right? Mm-hmm. Georgia tech was 11. Oh, and one. Now granted Georgia tech was in the ACC and no one good was in the ACC. Yeah. Uh, but also Houston with, uh, David Klingler, Andre Ware, they were 10 and one Louisville was 11, one and one. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of fucking teams. Right. When you're all playing different teams and your loss and your tie and your wins are against completely different competition, then yeah. But they didn't Just even match. choosing one. Is... They didn't even match Colorado with Georgia Tech. All right. In the bowl game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, okay. At least they acknowledged a... that was a problem, but clearly there wasn't a, uh, a, a national champion. I mean, they even, they even named two, but how agreed. about, how that's about na- an annual fucking thing. Really? How about 91? Miami goes 12 and 0. Mm-hmm. Washington goes 12 and 0. Do they play? No. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. Right? So how the fuck they say Miami's the national champion, but I know damn well that Washington team was pretty nasty right. and they met in 92 and guess who beat them? Washington beat them. Yes, in Miami. <laughs> um but then you look at the all oh, there's like 20 11 and 1 team or not 20, but there's like 5 11 and 1 teams every single season. Yeah. Yeah. And and to and me And they just picked two of them. Yeah, and it's just like okay, Right. Okay. And sometimes they didn't even pick two of them before the BCS. They just, uh, they just awarded one or two national Dude, championships. T- take a look at 93. Yeah. Florida state's 12 and one. This is the, the year. My oldest brother, Jared, he just checks out. out. Yeah. He's done. Cause Notre Dame beats Florida state head to head and Florida state wins the national championship against Nebraska in a close game. I think by two, right? Mm, yeah. But Florida state's 12 and one. Uh, they play an easily the worst major conference, conference right? Yeah. Auburn goes 11 and 0 that year, but they're on probation. Yeah. Already hilarious, right? But well, then, deserve it. Fuck okay, them. Yeah. Okay. Them but check this out. Then you have Notre Dame goes 11 and one. Yeah. They beat Florida state head to head. Yeah. Then you have West Virginia that went 11 and one. Then you have Nebraska that went 11 and one with their one loss being to Florida state by two. So if you're going to honor Florida, uh, Notre, uh, Florida state's win against Nebraska. Then I think you should honor Notre Dame's win against Florida state. Yeah. Right. Then Wisconsin is 10 and one and one, right? Yeah. They tied back then. They didn't have overtime, right? Yeah. Ohio state is 10, one and one. You're telling me you're telling me you can definitively. Yeah. That you can say that it's the best team there. Right. That's a crock yeah, of shit. There's, there's a ton of, there's uh, like six teams there. And then it makes subjectivity. And, and there's also teams like there's like three teams or four teams that are 11 and two. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee you, if you look at the schedule, you're going to see back-to-back away games here and there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with Florida state being in the ACC, that was awful back then. That's a gigantic advantage. Absolutely. Uh, 94, uh, Nebraska goes 13 and 0. I think the best college football team I've ever seen personally, uh, Penn state goes 12 and 0. Do they match them? (laughs) They don't play each other. Yeah. The two teams that go undefeated, but there's a third team in Texas A&M that goes 10, 0 and one and ties. Yeah. So with an overtime, maybe they win that game. So who's the best team, Pat? They didn't play each other. None of them played each other. Yeah. There's also on the outside, Alabama, 12 and one, Colorado, 11 and one, Florida state, 10, one and one. Right. Playing so, in since, different... since they didn't all play each other, we have no fucking idea. Like there's a yeah. good chance Florida state could have beat Penn state. I have no idea. Yeah. The, uh, the subjectivity of that era was a massive, massive problem. 
they acknowledged it to some extent in the creation of the BCS, but like you say, since there's like five or six every year, yeah, well, the, then you, it's still uh, even with the BCS was obviously so subjective that they had to do a uh, playoff, and now we're finding that it's still not enough. Uh, of course, dude. I mean, I can do this for every year. I have. We should have known back out. then, but like, and they have known. Yeah, keep going. Well, no, I, I'll fast forward just because I don't want to. Uh, if if I did year by year, I'm pretty sure just everyone would turn off the fucking podcast. No, I want to hear them. Give okay. me, give me. Uh, the last I did was ninety four. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let me get hit them with the uh, rapid fire version of this. Okay, so uh, ninety five. Uh, Nebraska goes twelve and L. Yeah. Right. Now they play Florida. This one. Nebraska won the national championship in ninety five. This one you might be able to say. Yeah. Right. But Toledo also goes 11 0 and 1 with Nick Saban. Yeah. Right? They tied a game. Yeah. So they didn't lose. Never given a shot. People out there yeah. may say, oh, they don't have the talent. Well, guess what? As we've talked about a lot, talent matters. But if you're a superior coach, then that also leads to wins that are unexpected. And, and you still have overcome talent. Yeah, you still have a group. So Nebraska went undefeated. They beat Florida. That should be honored. There's one team that's undefeated, but I'm saying by judging the rest, there's a lot of teams that have one and two losses. Yeah. Right. A lot like 10, right? Right. Um, Let's focus on one loss teams. For okay. Right now. How about 96 Florida state goes 11 and one. Mm-hmm. This year's hilarious. Florida goes 12 and one. Yeah. Arizona state's 11 and one. Yeah. Ohio state's 11 and one. BYU is 14 and one. <laughs> You can't play 16 games. It's too much. They played 15. LSU played 15 last year, by the way. Yeah. Right. How the fuck do you say which team is best? Right. <laughs> that, that's five teams. And, and BYU's got two more wins than actually the team that won it all this year. They have three more wins then. Yeah. <laughs> who, uh, who won it all on 95? Uh, 96 was Florida state over Florida. Okay. Or Florida over Florida state. Which one is that? I think it was uh 96. Yeah. Florida over Florida state. Yeah. yeah. So BYU has three more wins. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then let's go to 97. Nebraska's 13 and zero. Michigan's 12 and zero. Do they play each other? Nope. No, <laughs> they put them in their own little bowls. Yep. So who's the best team? They deem one a national championship, right? Yep. That seems pretty ridiculous to me. They also sitting on the outside. Florida state's 11 and one Kansas state's 11 and one North Carolina's 11 and one. Yeah. Uh, isn't this the one that was, or was it 98 that we uh, pointed out that Florida state uh, played Ohio state and uh, completely dominated them in the, uh, what was it? Sugar bowl. Yeah. And beat them by more than Michigan did against Ohio state. So that calls into question the results of, you know, maybe Florida, who did, who did Florida state lose to in that? They lost to Florida that year, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they just played a harder schedule than Michigan. And then in their common opponent game, they had a better performance. So that's not a satisfying fucking result. Okay. In 98, Tennessee goes 13 and with T Martin, right? Yeah. Uh, including a, a, a narrow, narrow win at the carrier dome. And one of the best games I've ever seen surprisingly in a dome, but Tulane's also undefeated. McNabb. Tulane goes 12 and 0. Yeah. Right. But also check us out. Is that Rich Rod's uh, Tulane? Yeah. Yep. But okay. So Tulane goes or Tennessee goes undefeated. And, and folks, Rich Rod at that time, that offense hadn't been seen before it. I mean, he took fucking West Virginia to the uh, brink of the national championship that, with that, it. that quarterback, Sean King played in the NFL for a long time, went to the playoffs with the, with the, with the bucks and it was never great, but he was definitely 
a starter in the NFL for multiple, multiple years. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Dude, you think Tulane wouldn't have had a chance in there against an offense that no one the, knew their how receivers to stop. went to the pros too. Yeah. I'm With not sure pro about the talent. Yeah. yeah. But here's, here's what's even more hilarious. Did that, that year, dude, listen to this. <laughs> so Tennessee played who in the national championship again? Was it Florida, Florida state? state? Yeah. This is even more hilarious because Florida state goes 11 and two. So yeah. they were 11 and one playing that, right? Yeah. Well, Arizona's 12 and one that year. Ohio state's 11 and one Wisconsin's 11 and one air force is 12 and one Marshall's 12 and one Miami, Ohio's 12 and one. Right. So they just took two teams. They just, just threw some shit up on the wall. Had the best yeah. reputations. Probably the two biggest names, but, but here's my thing. K state lost that bowl game that year. So at the time, K state was also 11 and one with Florida state as well. Yeah. Oh, going into so, that. So like you had yeah, even more K-State teams. K-State was like an actual, like, I, I'm just saying you have like eight, you, you're unbelievably deep on teams and you're just grabbing a random and just saying, Oh yeah. And need, need I make the case that the ACC was horrible back then as well. So Florida state gets the pass right. by being in the Cake worst conference their schedule 99, which is a year that I, you, me and you, I am convinced they completely botched this. Yeah. Right. In my opinion, from around 97 to 2002, mm-hmm. the big 12, the big 12 was just the best, right? It was the best it was before conference. the sec yeah. had come up. Um, LSU wasn't what they are. Bama wasn't what they are. Yeah, Bama was actually trending down. Florida was yeah. in a uh, yeah. transition period. Um, but look at this Florida state goes 12 and 0 beats Virginia tech in the big East, which as much as Kramer, Georgia sucked back then too, or wasn't that good. Yeah. LSU wasn't that great. Yeah. But as much as I, I, Kramer's a Virginia Tech fan. I know Michael Vick was an exciting player. Yeah, I thought for sure. I'm sure Nebraska fatigue played a, oh my a god fucking role because Nebraska won the national championship at what 94, 95, and 97. We're at what 99 now. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if given the opportunity to take another team, they were going to take. Uh, Virginia tech, especially with Vic being exciting. But the difference here is like Nebraska beat the team that beat them in the, uh, in the big 12 championship. Yeah. So they ended up big East didn't play a championship game. Right. And the big East was by far the worst conference is before Miami had come up. It was kind of like, it would be like winning the American is what winning the big East was like back then. They beat some great fucking teams this year, dude. I mean, some really good teams. Uh, uh, well, they went one and one against Texas. Texas was the team that, that beat them by four, by the way. Yeah. By four. And that was in Austin, but a and M was really good that year. Uh, Kansas state was the top five team. They were 11 and one. Yeah. Right. And they beat them 41 to 15. Yeah. Right. Colorado, uh, was a bowl team that year. Right. Um, I mean, you go through the ranks here. I'm probably forgetting some, uh, this, there was yeah, a much Virginia better Tech schedule. Didn't have a ball buster schedule. I mean, they had a, a couple good games on, on their schedule, but certainly, you know, I would be curious if, I mean, uh, I, I think Nebraska is better than Florida state who won it all that year. Right. To, to, oh, I don't know that Florida state. No, team was I've been arguing, awesome. dude, I was arguing it at the time. Like, it's not something that I'm saying in spite because of this conversation. Yeah. Dude, that I've Florida held on to this team was nasty though. That, dude, do I have to tell you these Nebraska scores? Iowa at Iowa opening up 42, seven, they play Cal the next week, 45, nothing. Yeah. They play a tough Southern miss team. They did only win by seven against Southern miss. Yeah. But at Missouri 40 to 10 
Oklahoma State, 38-14. Iowa State, 49-14. Then the one four-point loss to Texas. Then Kansas, who was good that year, 24-17. A&M, who was ranked and, and had nine wins, 37 nothing. Okay, we get the point. They were good. And your point stands that they were good enough that it calls into question well, who the legitimate well, no, 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 that, number two team that, based on the regular season standings. That's not even it, though. Check this out. So Florida State goes 12 and 0. Marshall also goes 13 and 0. Yeah. Right? Then Nebraska's 12 and 1. K State's 11 and 1. Virginia Tech's 11 and 1. Yeah. Wait, I Virginia think K State was, was better. 11 and 1 that year? Was they, well, they lose the Florida oh, State. They lose yeah. The okay, yeah. But I, I think you can make the case that K State was better. K State's whole defense got drafted. Every single player starting on oh, their yeah. defense K-State got drafted. Was great. great. Was that with Bishop? Yeah. Yeah. They were awesome. They were awesome. Uh, Look, you're not telling me anything. I, I know we're we're giving our fans a little history lesson here, but I think you know we don't want to go too far down this road. But I, I, we we've already demonstrated for the entire '90s. But keep. Uh, going I only here. got three more years left because you came before I got to finish this. Okay. Two thousand. Oklahoma goes thirteen and zero. Love this Oklahoma team. Yeah. I believe they weren't even ranked in the top 25 coming into the season. Yeah, it's true. Um, but Oklahoma beat who in the national championship? Florida state who yeah. was 11 and one at the time. Right? Yeah. Before they played, they, they ended 11 and two Florida state. Okay. Yeah. You know who else was 11 and one Miami, Washington, Virginia tech, Oregon state. Toledo was 10 and one. Yeah. They just chose Florida state. Yeah. Probably it's a crock of on, shit. Yeah. That's not a true national champ. Look, I love you, Oklahoma. I love that team with Josh Heupel and, T- and Torrance and Terrence Marshall and, and, and all. Yeah. It was a great team. Yeah. I loved watching that team, but at the same time, can you definitively say like they chose the, the right matchup? No. Right. right? Well, okay. maybe, I mean, there may have been a little pecking order. I know that Miami had beaten Virginia tech. If Florida state beat Miami that year, then that kind of, uh, especially, but who did it depends? I'm guessing Washington though. Washington was money that year. Yeah. Who did Florida state lose to that year? Uh, uh, 2000, what is it? 2001. You said, yeah, I think so. Florida state. Or was it 2000? Um, no, it was 2000. Look, Here you go. Yeah. Look, I know. And I look, people are probably sitting there like, what the fuck am I listening to? They lost to Miami. Okay. So yeah. By at that, three at that point. Yeah. Yes. Miami probably should have been in the fucking oh, national championship. I think you could also say Washington. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's definitely, I mean, there's a reason that they made the playoff. There's a reason like the, these, these fucks that are so stubborn about changing eventually had to change because it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. And, and, and believe me, hopefully we've got enough momentum with the change now that we don't have to go through another, like, but complete you, 50, hundred years of like, but do you see waiting my point? for one change to happen? Do you see my point on? I don't believe that there's ever been a national champion because you can't say that with this much subjectivity. Right. I mean, I think the more teams you have it, it, there are times when there was a team, but I get what you're saying. Maybe not. We've never had one, but it, there have been most years where there's, a question as to whether, you know, I mean, certainly year number one, TCU might've been the best team in the country, you know, of the, of the playoff era, you know, and on, on a couple of different occasions, I'm sure we could name teams that I think we, it, we were just talking 2003. They, they went with, 
uh, LSU and Oklahoma, even though Oklahoma lost to K state in the big 12 championship with Darren Sproles, 35 to seven, they put Oklahoma in against LSU while USC is sitting there yeah. at 11 and one, the same record as LSU and USC. I don't think you stressed the main point of that enough. The last game of the regular season, no, no the big 12 championship, or the big 12 yeah. championship. They lost 37 to seven, no, 35 they, to seven or 35 yeah. to seven. And they put them in the uh, national championship. And USC. I mean, that USC team was filthy. You compare the resumes between USC and LSU, the same record, the same record at the time. Yeah. USC's loss much better. Yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's in that year, they declared it co-national champions, despite, uh, even though it's not official, but the AP declared USC a national champion and the BCS declared LSU, the national championship. So clearly that wasn't satisfactory even to the powers that be well. And Miami, Ohio went 13 and one that year, same record yeah. as and LSU. Of course, and USC. of course they get no consideration whatsoever. They're, they're not, they're not even a footnote in the, in the history. It's book. just it, dude. My, I mean, look, uh, people are probably like, what the fuck? 2008 just was just the fu- as bad as any, Is that the Boise year. No, that was oh. uh Florida. Oklahoma and USC all going, uh, I want to oh, say yeah. 11 and one and they just, and, and USC was the best of them. USC was the best of them in my opinion. And they just went with, uh, Florida and Oklahoma, probably a fan base thing, probably a conference. Maybe. Thing. I mean, I think biased. you could argue the, that the resume would have been one thing. And I know that we're, we're strongly in favor of the resume. Um, and so in, in that sense, looking back at it, I have less of a problem with it, but I know USC was the best team that year. <laughs> I know they were. And they just, they had a bad half of football against Oregon state. And that happened to be the worst loss that uh, of any of the teams. And that was when Oregon state was pretty good with the, uh, Jack quiz. And, uh, I forget the other Rogers. Um, yeah, but they might, did they have Steven Jackson on that team too? They might've, um, and it was like a Thursday night game and like they fell asleep for a half and went down by like 15, 20 points and they came back and couldn't quite make it up. But it was like USC was the best team that year. Either way, everyone knows it. I mean, but it's still happening. It's still happening. I mean, the year Boise beat that Oklahoma team, people always say, well, they used all these trick plays. They were still up 35 to seven in that game. Yeah. In like the fourth quarter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just, uh, yeah. Uh, Let me just read an ad and then we can go on after that. Cause I still have the database top. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, if, 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 like uh, the the people are supposed to recluse themselves from the conversation when uh, when their teams are being talked about. We know that that really isn't a factor um, because the powers that be the power conferences still manage to uh, stay at the top of the rankings. Um, but I'm going to ask you if you can't inject pure positivity. I'm going to give the fans two minutes of hype about the college football playoff. I don't know if this is antithetical. You like that word? Oh man. Is that a, is that a I don't even know what it means <laughs> <laughs> to the, uh, to the, uh, it should be, um, to the goal of our podcast, you know, and I, I don't, I don't you know what will get me happy. Let me just go to Google and do the Bobby Petrino face. <laughs> there you go. All right. There you go. That's that, pure joy. There you go. I'm Bobby Petrino. What I'm saying is brace. <laughs> I don't Gosh. know if the goal of our podcast is to, is to bring about change or if it's just to report about football. I don't think there is a, a goal to our podcast. I think we just try and say what it is and say, uh, you know, tell it how it is and say what's on our mind. Um, but I do think that the fans want to get hyped a little bit. So I'm going to try. Okay. Notre Dame, Alabama, a little bit of revenge for Brian Kelly. Now, interestingly enough, little factoid here. If Colby's trying so hard not to just blow up, 
Um, it's a 19 point spread. You know that, right? A 17 and a half is what I saw. No, I'm looking at Circus Sportsbook right now. Wow, 19. So that means the money must have came in and not knocked it up to 19 already. Possibly. It's going to end at like 24. I'm going to say take Notre Dame hard on that one because I don't trust Alabama's defense. I don't uh, trust Notre Dame's offense, though. They're not the type of team to just lay points. Yeah, well, but yeah, I, I don't think uh, I trust Notre Dame's defense enough to not let Bama hang 60 on them. And I trust uh, Notre Dame's offense to put up like. 30 something on Bama. If it's a 20 point spread, I'm taking Notre Dame to cover that. Um, little revenge. Brian Kelly, if he wins the next two games, will be one win below uh, Newt Rockney as Notre Dame's all time winningest coach. Be a nice little gesture for him to win it all and retire. Go to the Jets. Win it all? Who's Go to the Lions. This year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't think Alabama is as good as people think. I don't think Notre Dude. I don't think Notre Dame is as good as uh, there. You go being back and look at that five point win against Louisville. You say, Hey, maybe we were right the whole fucking time. Yeah. 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 It, Notre Dame's name brand is carrying them again. It's just annoying as fuck. Okay. Ohio state, uh, Clemson, Clemson. uh, Take the best two quarterbacks, probably the top two picks in the draft revenge being an issue here. I'm starting to have questions about fields as quarterback and man. Really? I mean, I know he hurt his thumb. And some of those passes look like shit to me. Dude, all I'm going to say Same about, with the Indiana game too. Just questionable passer. I don't Got know a little Jalen hurts to him. Hey, I'm all over. That's my boy. I love Jalen yeah. hurts too. And I think, I think what's his name is going to be uh, uh fields is going to be a good NFL quarterback, but I think there's a difference between, you know, they're, they're not pure passers. They, Dude. they could develop there. I think they have the arm talent and the mechanics and the mindset to develop into great passers in the NFL. But they're kind of just a, a, a great athlete the, slash quarterback at this they point. They gave Louisiana, who went nine and one, they gave him a matchup with UTSA. Um, and I love the Roadrunners, but that's just <laughs> they gave Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, and Iowa State's playing in a New Year's Six game. <laughs> Iowa State with their three losses, including a head-to-head against Louisiana. <laughs> I can't do this, dude. <laughs> I can't fucking do this. Let me read a commercial. I know you still want to talk positive. No, no. You know what? It is what it is. We, we, I've, I've pretty much highlighted the, the key points here. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. All right. Uh, mybookie.ag. They're great people, and they say it's the most wonderful time of the year. I would debate that. Uh, but it, he said they say it's also the most wonderful time of the year that can't end soon enough. We all deserve a win. We all deserve a little extra money in our pocket, and we all deserve to have a little fun. The only place you're guaranteed to get all three is at mybookie.ag. They're the only sports book that doesn't care whether you were naughty or nice this year. They got gifts for everyone. Bet the NFL, bet these college shit bowl games, bet the college basketball season. All right. And more. I mean, they got horse racing, you, anything you can think of sign up today and receive the ultimate stocking stuff or a 50% deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. That's a great place to start, but we all know Christmas is about what's under the tree, Patty C. And at my bookie, that means huge deposit bonuses, epic giveaways, and free contest. It's simple. Sign up into the promo code SGP and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. So head over to my bookie to make the most of the holidays this year and strut into 2021 with some cash in your pocket. This winter, bet with the best, baby. Bet with my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP. All right, dude. I'm looking at this fucking bowl slate because I'm looking. I'm at Circa. I'm just like, I'll tell you what. I'm a little excited about. What's that? Cincinnati, Georgia. 
aside from being a fantastic uh, uniform match, right? That is true. The game being will, in Atlanta, there's that, so no, much that, red no, and black that, going that on. That pisses me the fuck off already. That yeah, Georgia. That getting pisses home, me the fuck off. Advantage. I don't. Yeah. Want, I don't even want to watch that because of that shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, again, the the teams up north uh, getting no love from a uh, geographical. It's like an away game. Yeah, pretty. They much. can have people in their stands there. Is that right? Yeah. As long as there's an even ticket alignment, but even still traveling 10 times further to your uh, location than the other team is a disadvantage. Um, That's in a dome too, right? Yeah, it is. Ah, It's just lame. What the fuck is going on? But here's why. Because Cincinnati, should they pull this win, right? I'm I'm rooting for two teams and they're my two teams that I like. And I know you hate me for liking Notre Dame, but I'm rooting for them, right? Notre Dame to win it all, right? And uh, Cincinnati to beat uh, Georgia because what that does is, especially with Ritter presumably coming back, and hopefully a lot of the I think everyone except the offensive line for Cincinnati's underclassmen and returning, um, and hopefully even some of those dudes will take advantage of the extra year of eligibility because they didn't lose one this year due to COVID. Um, if they can bring back a really strong roster next year, they play Notre Dame in the regular season and have an otherwise pretty manageable schedule. I don't mm-hmm. think they get Memphis cross division. I don't think they get UCF cross division. Oh no. UCF is in their division. So scratch that. Um, but I think they may get them at home. I'm not sure either way. If Cincinnati wins this and carries their winning streak into next year and then beats the defending national champion, you'd have to figure that puts them pretty high. Maybe I'm just buying the fool's gold again. Um, I don't know, but I can tell you this. Uh, let me just go through here. Cornerback, Eric Stokes, Georgia, opt out. Richard LeCount, one of the best safeties in the country, opt out. Cornerback, DJ Daniel, opt out. Monty Rice, linebacker, senior, opt out. Starting center, Trey Hill, opt out. Mark Hill, uh, opt out. Trey, uh, Trey McKitty, tight end, opt out. Ben Cleveland, right guard, opt out. Those are all for Georgia. All from Georgia. Thanks for these bowl games. Yeah. I could care less. I and you know what? That's going to cost... Uh, Cincinnati, the credibility, just like they they said uh, was the case when and that's UCF only right played now, against by the LSU. Way. Right, that could change. That, they're still like uh, uh, what, two weeks before this game. Good. I hope they do it, and I hope they for a second time they have to put a back to back, you know, undefeated team and keep them out of the playoff. Uh, that's what I want. I mean, to I hope that too, but I just don't. I just can I just watch I want, football I want, the way it's supposed to be played, like yeah. with everyone there. Can we just see right. something? God damn it. Actually like, see this team in the playoff. <laughs> right. Why do we have to go through this? These fucking like hoops? A&M too. Like they're not, they're not worthy. Right. They're worthy. They're fucking worthy. They're worthy of a chance. How they, I, I just don't, I mean, they already lost to a team in front of them. So I think that's a, a legit Notre argument. Dame lost to fucking Clemson. Yeah, that's true. By 40. Well, 24, 24. It doesn't matter. It was like a 40 point game. They yeah. had, yeah. Clemson caught off the fucking dogs. Yeah, I I can say that I don't know that uh that four points that is the difference between Clemson Notre Dame and or Notre Dame losing to Clemson and uh AM losing to Alabama. Even, Week two, right, might I add? Right. Constitutes any difference in like the likelihood that they would have won that game. Alabama's offense is capable of exploding. I think that uh Clemson had probably more game control. I don't know. I I didn't watch enough of that Alabama AM game to to really know, but I don't, that doesn't strike me as really any difference in terms of, you know, what, what that tells you about the game, you know? So I'm just saying like, 
You have or one what loss. You, it tells you about those you, you teams. You have one loss. You deserve a fucking shot. It's just what they're picking other one losses that say they have a shot. Right. It's just a crock of shit. It's well, a crock of shit, dude. In this year, certainly, uh, because there's only one undefeated power five team, then picking a second team to play against them, pretty subjective at this point. I guess you could say Clemson because they are the conference, but then you have an undefeated Ohio State if you're going to value those six games as like which they apparently are as, you know, the same as someone else who's one uh, ten, Yeah. Or 11 like coastal Carolina. Right. I don't know. It's let's drink, bud. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm gonna <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to, to uh, college basketball being right around the corner. <laughs> um, Woo. where are we at here? What the uh, hell are bowls. we talking about? We're talking about bowls. Um, Todd bowls. Todd Bowles. Um, what other ones are mildly in there? I mean, obviously, bowl season has bro, been Bro, how are you going to deal Louisiana UTSA? Uh, how are you going to do? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> why not give Louisiana San Jose State? Right. <laughs> yeah. Another winning team, at yeah. least. Uh, Tulsa wait. gets Mississippi State, bro. Tulsa finished. It, they were a win away from going. To, I mean, they got jobbed in that Oklahoma State game. Yeah, they were very close to going undefeated. Now I know that ECU game was, but I'm saying they get three win Mississippi State. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this? Slap in the face. Do uh, Louisiana and Tulsa. Yeah. Do Come any on. of these matchups? Right. But you give us Mississippi State and Tulsa. Right. Mississippi State. Oh. Who got blanked by Alabama? Uh. How about this one? I, I don't know if I mentioned this one before. Make me commissioner. Yeah, I know, right? A and M, their reward for beating uh, Florida and um, only losing one game, and then while Florida loses three, is to play a lower rank, a three loss team <laughs> in the in the bowl game rather than have them play against Oklahoma. Like, why would you give uh, Florida the more prestigious opponent than A and M? They did everything they. Possibly could. could. Yeah. The situation unfolded 100% in a way that should have AM playing the more prestigious opponent and gaining the prestige from that, but they give it to Florida anyway. Indiana goes, look, and I've been the first to say, I think Indiana, well, especially now that Penix is out too. What? What did they go six and one? Yeah. Arguably should have played for the Big Ten Championship? Yeah. They no, give them, but they they them the Ole Miss with a losing record? <laughs> right. We couldn't have done Louisiana, Indiana. All right. What the fuck is this? Like all these games are shit, dude. Yeah. All of them. It's like, they're like, we know that this is disinteresting, right? What can we do to make it even less compelling of a postseason here? <laughs> they have accomplished that feat. I well. honestly look at this slate and look, I'm a Colorado fan. So, okay. Colorado, Texas seems fun because I'm a Colorado fan, but I mean, who cares? <laughs> You know, and I look at all these matchups and I'm like, none of these are compelling. Right. None of them. I mean, how many top 25 versus top 25 games do we have outside of the New Year's Six? One. I mean, why couldn't they give San Jose State One. like Louisiana <laughs> or something like that? Why couldn't we or see? Two. No, because that's, see, New that's Year's the six. problem is they don't match them up against the big boys. Like they specifically don't want them to play. Right. Like Liberty and Coastal Carolina and San Jose State should have all been facing off in BYU too against big schools. Give Indiana 
BYU or, or Louisiana give uh, uh, Iowa state who already lost to Louisiana. So give them um, coastal and we'll find out some things, right? Give Oregon. They don't want to give them the chance to legitimize themselves. It's like, just cause none they, of these games are good. If they have coastal Carolina beating the number, what seven team or something in the country. And they have Cincinnati beating like the number six team in the country. Then they're going to find themselves with two undefeated, like top five teams. Uh, if they're play, if they're doing their rankings correctly at the end of the season, and then they're going to have to answer the question. Hey, did you guys get this right? But they're able to avoid that question. If they just don't schedule them against a team with any legitimacy <laughs> whatsoever. It's like, why are we, why are we watching this? What's the point of the season? Right. I mean, UTSA. Come on, I I love what the guy do, is Jeff Bryant's doing there, but fucking Louisiana UCF. just went nine and one. Yeah, that's that's pathetic. Louisiana was three points away from being undefeated. I mean, basically being Coastal Carolina, and they've got them playing against UTSA. Uh, I think Tulsa was very close to going undefeated and beating the third best or fourth best team in the Big Twelve, and they got them playing three win Mississippi State. Right. The other thing is Louisiana, if they had beaten coastal Carolina in that game, they would have had the win over Iowa state as well. They would basically, that's like a playoff like caliber resume. If they just get that win over yeah. coastal, which yeah. was a three point loss. And instead they're playing. Uh, that was fucking, like a tie game with like a minute left. Yeah, too. And now yeah. they got them playing. You said what UT, UTSA. Yeah. Gosh, the disrespect. I mean, you talk about if you're Louisiana, do you think that like from why a, even play that game? a monetary I would standpoint? I'd be like, fuck yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Like, from a monetary standpoint, both immediately and in the long run for your program, do you think you're being dealt a card that's that's fair? Not uh, at all. I mean, how many recruits are gonna watch that game? None. Yeah. It's gonna be on fucking like ESPN 35. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why why would you continue to participate in that uh, arrangement? Like, just get the fuck out and take the L at first, but then build your product. It's like, you know, what we had to do when we fucking uh, jumped off the uh, uh, sports gambling podcast stream and do yeah. it ourselves. You know, yeah. we said we want to fucking have our own stream. Sean and Ryan are fucking awesome. They gave it to us, but we took an L in terms of fans. But yeah. guess what? We fucking built it back up and now we have our own fucking stream. That's yeah. what it's business one oh one. Fucking like So keep fucking listening. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but like the group of five, like just grab your nuts and say, Hey, we deserve this. Like I just why can't we just get Yeah, I I agree with you, but I'm saying like I just don't understand why we're tied to these bowls. Just you should just sit there and say, Hey, what would be the best game for the fans? Yeah. That's what I mean, is they're doing the David Stern approach. Right. Disregarding the fan. Right. They're and when saying, you do that, what's going to get the highest ratings this week, regardless of, but that's just going to, it's the long-term effect is like, just like the NBA. And we've already said this stuff, but it, the, the ratings will plummet. Look at the NBA's ratings over time. Michael Jordan in 98, right. Like which was like 20 the, million views, the right? tail end, the 30, 36 yeah, million yeah, views. I want to say, I knew it was something crazy. This, uh, with LeBron, uh, 5 million views. It's one seventh the viewership that it had just slightly over like 22 years ago. So you could say that that approach of like, you know, definitively say that what are they? They're not catering the product. They're, they're manipulating the product to like appeal to, you know, the, the most basic of fan, the layest of fan. And the NFL has done that 
fortunately for the NFL, Tom Brady is not in new England anymore. And one year removed from that. And we're all thanking God that that's not the fucking storyline that the whole NFL is about once again. And we can have football at the, but when, when the NFL is doing that, they're just like pushing this same narrative that like, Oh, we gotta have, we gotta have our superstar win all the titles. Then it makes the product suck, you know? And, but even that, at least it's a, a true playoff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, as much as okay, you deflate they didn't the fucking completely balls, fuck it up, right? You know, like you still had to play the games. You know what I mean? You still had to win back to back. You had to win on the road. Yeah. Um, shit like that. But I mean, the NFL is. I mean, thank God Roger Goodell is not as uh, soulless as David Stern was, dude. I, so I went ahead, and I know you don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to read off. I did do the 64, but I don't think our listeners give a fuck about my 64 team playoff that I, <laughs> that I mapped out. Right. But we should just post it on, uh, I got to find a way just to fucking make it all nice. I need yeah. People yeah. in my life that production know. value people. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I did the 32 one. I did look, I could through. So they got the 25 from the college playoff. Yeah. You know, they ranked them, but then they also have the AP and the coaches. And I got all the way to 30. Uh, I used the honorable mention. Yeah. And I got to 32. Okay. I know we've done this once before. Yeah. But tell me this wouldn't be amazing. Yeah. This is the, the, the mock, uh, 32 team playoff final edition. Yes. Round one, Alabama against TCU. Probably an ass kicking, but what you'd expect out of a round one game. Clemson, Washington. I mean, TCU is, well, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Clemson, Washington. I think that's compelling. It could be. Washington went three and one. I think it could be compelling. Yeah. I mean, at least it's not a terrible game. You would watch yeah. that if it was on yeah, this Saturday, you know, Ohio state Marshall that could get up. No, I don't even know that it will get ugly. Cause Ohio state doesn't look that good this year, but I think off the top, if you're thinking years past, you're like, Oh, this would be like 50 to seven. Yeah. But I don't know. Then that's not Marshall isn't the team they were in years past. Marshall's a good team this year. And the fact that there's a real little regional, uh, I mean, one thing I do Action know there. is that Marshall's offense is better than Northwestern's. Yeah. Now, to be fair, That's Northwestern's defense is way, way better than Marshall's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that would be a, probably an asking too. Uh, Notre Dame, UCF. See, that would be a Fuck good game. Yeah, yeah. That's must-watch TV. Yeah, I mean, consider that I, I would say that Notre Dame and Cincinnati are comparable teams in terms of quality. I think Desmond Ritter is every bit the quarterback that Ian book is, um, which isn't a slight Ian book. I think he's a, a good quarterback. I think they're good. I don't think either of them makes a, a promising pro prospect, but they're both effective, you know, college quarterbacks. I think defensively, they're pretty similar. Uh, Notre Dame may have a little more. In fact, I think Cincinnati's better defensively. They are certainly from a uh, statistical standpoint. Um, and I think uh, Bro, this game would be awesome. Yeah. And, and what all that to say, UCF, gave Cincinnati the fucking game of their life. And I think they would probably do the same to Notre Dame. Um, and even this is my point on the, the, the 32 is UCF is what they've lost three games, but by a combined total of what, uh, all by, by look, they lost by eight to Tulsa one to Memphis in a game. They were up the whole game three to Cincinnati. Yeah. Dude. And they're a team that's not even in the top 25. So they wouldn't make your top right. 24. Think about that. One of the current playoff teams would likely be in a pretty good, 
pretty damn good uh, game in the first round of a 32 team tournament against one of the uh, playoff teams. So, um, yeah, I mean, already compelling. Yeah. Uh, How about this? A&M Buffalo. Maybe. I think it could be. I was seen enough. Buffalo Buffalo. played at uh, at Penn State. Now Penn State did like light it up in the fourth quarter. Yeah. But at half, I think it was 10-7. Yeah. Oh, that and, was a good game for a while. A&M's not like a type of team to really blow you out. I think like Buffalo is better than Tennessee. And that was like an 11 point game in, or, or a 10 point game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, that's true. Mond Mond isn't going to typically just slice you to death. Oklahoma army. Oh, guess what? We saw this one a few years back. I know it's a, it's a different year. Yeah. Oklahoma's defense much better, but this game did go to overtime in Norman two years ago. Right. This would be an Oklahoma awesome matchup. Locked the fuck up that this game didn't get played in West Point this year, especially early in the season when Rattler hadn't figured it out yet. Tell me that would Army be, probably would have been. Tell me them. that wouldn't be awesome for the sport. Of course, for the sport, people in West Point going crazy, the whole country to behind see Army. Army, yeah, in the playoff would be. Dude, I, I get you talk about the whole city of Buffalo. We've seen Bills Mafia. They got to play a game at College Station. They're gonna yeah. make that fucking trip. That's true, dude. And we're thinking about all this without like the atmosphere. We haven't experienced the true atmosphere of college football in a year. Like put that into the equation. Of course, the entertainment values through the roof. Okay. Then Florida Liberty, Hugh freeze back against the sec. Talk this would be amazing. Out. And yeah. Florida's defense is so bad. I do think Liberty would have success against well, their Florida defense. Florida just lost LSU and, and Liberty's better than LSU. Yeah. Dude, these matchups are awesome. Like that. Like okay, Cincinnati would then play Oregon. Great game. Great fucking game. Yeah. Everyone would want to watch that if you're all Cincinnati people in Oregon. Holy shit, this would be compelling. Yeah. A chance for Cincinnati to legitimize themselves. Yeah. Uh, more than one chance a year, or every like ten years. Georgia, Tulsa. Guess yeah. what? Probably if Georgia's going to play Cincinnati, and that's a decent game. Well, guess what? That that means Tulsa would probably be a good game. And by the way. Kudos to whoever tweeted that out that Cincinnati, if they had played oh, at yeah. Tulsa, I would hate... have had to play at Tulsa two weeks in a row. Right. For, for all the, uh, for all the um, shit that Mike Oresco at American, the American conference is giving the whole system for not being fair. He kind of fudged his own. Well, <laughs> he did what champ. they did. That's right. what's bad, but yeah. well, he should have a little more self-awareness than that. So fuck him too. I agree. Um, Okay, so Georgia, Tulsa. Then you get Iowa State, NC State. Awesome. All of Raleigh's excited. Ames and all of the whole state of Iowa's probably going fucking bananas, right? Yeah. yeah. What a great matchup. I have no idea who wins this matchup, Petty C. Yeah. Um, Guess I mean, what? You would have to NC favor State's Iowa got State, a but nasty D line, though. NC State would definitely be a, a threat. Uh, then you get to Indiana against San Jose State. And this is what I'm talking yeah. about. This is what I'm talking about. We highlighted the kick six, right? We highlighted the kick six and we say, yeah, you lose that. You lose that. But listen to all the things you're gaining. By yeah, doing. this is amazing, dude. Yeah. Indiana. And the, the opportunity for all these games to produce classics. Yeah. You know? That we'll remember our whole fucking life. Instead, no, we get opt-outs and coaches leaving and just shit. Right. And, and a questionable championship. Yeah. Uh, Indiana, San Jose State. Awesome fucking game. Yeah. Right. Don't know who will win that. Uh, Nick Starkle, more highly recruited than Michael Penix or whoever's starting because he's injured. Nick. What's his name? I know the backup's name. I'm struggling to think of it right now. 
Coastal Carolina. This is going by the, by the playoffs rankings. Yeah. Right. Coastal Carolina would then play Oklahoma State. That would be an awesome game. The mullets against the mullet. <laughs> what a great time How to fun. brand that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on. ESPN would roam with that shit all day. If Mormons versus mullets can happen, mullet versus mullets could happen. North Carolina, Texas, Mac Brown against his old coach or his old team. Yeah. This is just this. This isn't this any is, manipulation. Yeah, this I'm is not just, manipulating this. This is just reading off the fucking rankings. Yeah, I'm not l- saying, hey, let me let me uh, let me line these up to make it compelling. No, yeah. I am just going. Yeah, which is what, what they're supposed sh- yeah. to do with the Bulls and fail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like random chance makes more compelling matchups than what these fucks are paid to do. Co- so, so Coastal Carolina. Uh, no, so I said North Carolina, Texas. Then you get Northwestern Louisiana. Fun. Northwestern Louisiana. Lafayette. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good game. I don't know who would win that one. Yeah. And guess what? Then you get Iowa, Miami, Florida, contrast and styles, personalities. Yeah. This is awesome. Oh, yeah. Five-star culture against five-star talent. Yeah. That, that would be like the citrus bowl uh, or the gator bowl. A lot of years, big 10 uh, sec matchup, but instead, Hey, let's give it some meaning. And then BYU USC who played last year and BYU beat him in overtime. Right. Yeah. But it was still a great game. Yeah. What this is so good. I don't, that's just the dude, first round, dude. I only honestly, yeah. I see potential for two blowouts in that whole thing. Maybe three, uh, Bama, Bama TCU. Yeah. Uh, Ohio state Marshall and Clemson, Washington. But I think Washington would be, would be able to hang around enough. Yeah. Well, when you see Washington, uh, was smacking the shit out of UCLA, who's a decent team. I think Washington has has proven itself to be a pretty decent. Who did Washington lose to? They lost to Stanford, I think. Stanford's proven to be a yeah. decent team. Um, but okay, at, at the worst, so everyone says, "Oh, why, why, why would you expand all these blowouts?" No, it would not be that many blowouts. Now I know you have the next round. Yeah, I mean, blowouts are going to happen. It's football. Well, Bama would play the winner of BYU USC. That's awesome. Yeah. And Bama would, you know, whoever makes it through, whoever makes it through has, has definitively earned the championship, you know, and that's fun, but it would just make the whole country. I mean, look at this. You got teams from the Pacific Northwest. You got Washington, Oregon, Pacific Northwest in California. You got San Jose state and USC, right? Yeah. Uh, You go over to BYU in, in, uh, you know, kind of the, the Rocky mountains, I guess. Yeah. Colorado just missed out by the way. They were the one team out. Yeah. And, uh, but then you go across, Oh, in Texas, what do you have? Oh, you got the Longhorns. You also have a and M yeah. right. You got Oklahoma and, and you go to the Northeast, even army Buffalo, you get all the regional flavor. You get the whole fucking country involved. It is like, it's unbelievable, man. Yeah. It's just unbelievable that we can't get this. And here's the other thing, right? Football and basketball, the, the, the fort, the sport of football is inherently going to have a more interesting regular season than basketball because a, it's a more physical sport that you can't physically play as many games as you do in basketball because it's so physically taxing. So the games themselves, in my opinion, are more entertaining. Now I love the sport of basketball. Don't get me wrong. I grew up from the time I was a kid, I will take March we played Madness. basketball together when yeah. we were eight years old. Colby. Yeah. We won a championship together we when we were 13, bling, bling. 14. I think Yeah, we, 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 we orchestrated the, magic. the greatest uh, single season <laughs> turnaround in uh, basketball history. Yeah. We went 
one and eleven, and flipped that thing around, and, and then went thirteen and one. I don't even think thirteen and one because thirteen and zero. Yeah, that one game. Thirteen zero and one. I'll say like those college bas- or college football. Oh, things. we did go to sudden death overtime yeah, in our one loss. That? What is sudden death basketball uh, overtime? Um. Uh, but but back to what you were saying, dude. I mean, I I I, I don't know, man. I I I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get like how you can't do this. I don't. But that's my point with thirty two, though, dude. Yeah. Is UCF's a team that's barely three losses. I mean, by what, what did I say? Like ten points. Yeah. That would be a fucking. They could beat Notre Dame in yeah, round that's one. That's a team you want. Like, look, if Florida with their three losses is getting the kind of Florida and UCF are the same team. We've been saying it all year. They're the same team as North Carolina. They're teams with offensive firepower, right? Yeah. That have defensive struggles. I think all, both, all three are in the top, like seven. I think in offense. Yeah. yeah. It's just a shame that we can't get to see this man. And also, I should shout out that every conference I think is represented here: Conference USA, the MAC. Independence, even BYU and Army got in there. Yeah. Right? Every conference is represented in this formula. Yeah. I agree. But I, why don't you believe in 32, though? That's what I'm saying. Like, that is perfect right there. That is good. Um, and when you put I it don't like think that, it's many blowouts. When you put it like that, it is it, that is really fun. Um, I do think that once really once you clear the this game is a playoff eliminator stage of like you know, thinking of the regular season of college football as the playoff. Once you clear that and how many games a year are there like where that happens where, and really it only matters to teams that have a chance like Ohio state losing. I'll admit anytime when Ohio state loses to Iowa, when Ohio state loses to Purdue, it's a glorious day in my year, you know? And so that, Ohio state fans. I love you, but you guys, you're a juggernaut. So, but but what about this though? To play that angle? Yeah. What if, uh, Marshall is playing UAB the final week of the season and you say, man, both are on the outside of the top 25, but both are getting votes. So the winner is going to go in the playoff. Absolutely. Watch or, or Washington Stanford. Yeah. When you're like, man, the winner of this, yeah, once you get over that, like oh, this is the game that means everything. This is a regular season game that means everything, and you take that away, and then you say, actually, the regular season is more about seeding, and then the playoffs is what means everything, like it is in every other sport. Yeah. Then guess what? You it's it's way we would have to see what would happen. But my thought is, the NFL playoffs is freaking amazing in the postseason, right? Yeah. And the same would be the, it's not like the sport of college football would suffer a ton. Maybe that a couple games a year that like is the LSU versus Alabama. And guess what? That game can still get played in the playoffs. It's like, yeah, that, you know, that, it doesn't have to like, ugh. I don't even think LSU Alabama have been that great of games traditionally. Right. But just the one versus two in the regular season is like, okay, this, this is Assuming now it, it, it was with four teams that it doesn't become an eliminator. So, but another thing is to, to do this, you have to win back-to-back games. Like you can't duck Yeah, You can't spread out your schedule to say, Hey, well we get yeah. fucking Lafayette, right. not Louisiana Lafayette. I'm talking about Lafayette. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the next week, you know, we schedule Wofford. And then the next week we get, or I'm sorry, we, uh, you get LSU. Then you do Wofford. Then you do Florida. Yeah. You know, like this is, you, you have can, to win. You have to run the, you have to bring your bit. a game week one or 
from the start of this thing yeah. to the end. Yeah, and and in this scenario, you don't have the fucking month long break that you would typically have between the end of the regular. And I season. thought about this, dude. Yeah. Why don't we just keep it like the way it's it is? Because look, everyone says, well, there'd be so many blowouts. First off, <laughs> right. I don't think I just gave you the the thirty two. I don't think there'd be that many blowouts. I truly don't think there'd be that many blowouts. Right. Um, and I actually think there's potential for zero blowouts. You know, what would be interesting that we could do. What's that? We could take the games that actually happened. Because uh, you're going to have, if we go back over time and, and do like the top 32 and, and figure out which games actually did happen and calculate which percentage of those were, were blowouts, you know, ba- basically what, whether they played in a bowl game that year whether they played in the regular season that year mm-hmm. and see what the actual result of that game was and compare it to what the results of the playoffs have been. Oh, I bet you. Point, would, yeah. Probably the same percentage of blowouts. If anything, the, 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 the playoffs has been a shockingly high percentage of blowouts for teams that are supposed to be that closely matched. Well, that's my thing. I, you know what? I'm almost of the opinion of fuck out of conference games. Yeah. Do well, like we did this year, but start wherever you want to start the season. Yeah. And play a full ass conference slate. And then you're out of conference games are the playoffs. Yeah. I don't mind it. I am a fucking genius. <laughs> All right. Because look, <laughs> no one cares about the Citadel in Alabama on Alabama on November 20th. Yeah. All right. If you replace that with TCU, who Alabama will probably beat by a, a slightly less score. Right. Right. <laughs> if they beat the Citadel by 50 <laughs> right. and they beat TCU by 36, you get a better game. Right. And you're not seeing a team. First off, you're not seeing you're, you're going to know the backstory. You know, Gary Patterson is a defensive makes guy. More money. Even the lead up is going to be great. Cause you're going to say the Citadel. You're like, I don't know anything about the Citadel. Right. So this one, you're like, well, Gary Patterson is a defensive guy. Maybe he can devise a plan to shut down Alabama's offense. Yeah. And he would fail and Alabama would win by a lot, but <laughs> it's still more compelling than a game that should never even be played in the first place. Yes. Yes. And it would be all across. It's just Patty guys. Powers that be though are more, I mean, look what we got. We got, we got on a, on a limited schedule here, which should result in a bunch of teams with one loss or or playing in the most valuable games or the most prestigious games we have in the fricking what cotton bowl, three loss, Florida versus two loss, Oklahoma. Lafayette playing UTSA, bro. This is more losses in a season and less wins. What did Tulsa do to deserve this? What, what do they have against Tulsa? I'll I'll look that up. I bet this year you have both less wins and more losses combined in a cotton bowl than in any season in history of the cotton bowl, which has gone back to like 1935. I'm not mistaken. That's just unbelievable. Dude, Tulsa is six and two. They had a bunch of games canceled, not by them. All, all, you know, a lot were by the other team. Yeah. And they're playing Mississippi state. Who's three and seven. (laughs) I mean, Mississippi states, I will say they look decent against, they've gotten better. And speaking of which, uh, very encouraging for Leach, uh, going into next year, talk about getting rid of the malcontents and, uh, you know, that's the way you do it. New coaches. When you, when you have a system that you know is going to work, just boom year one. Don't even fucking worry about the results result. Worry about culture and, and, and laying the foundation. I think, I think that's what happened with Leach because, for them to be able to turn turn the ship around that fast, pretty incredible. 
I just don't. I mean, I know we're we're dragging here. I have my own top twenty five that I still did. I mean, we could do that. Let me let, actually let me read a. Uh, Doesn't ad. really matter since we already have the results, but we could just rip through. Yeah, it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I got I got nothing here. All right, <laughs> where the hell are my ad reads? There's Bobby Petrino's face. That that's all I need. All right, <laughs> where the fuck are my ad reads? Did I close that on accident? No. Okay. Uh, the college experience is brought to you by thrive fantasy. Come prop up on thrive fantasy this season. Thrive fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for the player props. Yep. Just in time for the holidays. We're teaming up with thrive fantasy for an awesome SGP merch bundle. Send in a screenshot of you joining thrive fantasy promo code SGP, and you'll have a chance to win a hundred dollars in SGP merch. Email your screenshot into a podcast at sports gambling podcast.com. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If it's NFL, you choose 10 of the available 20 player props to build your lineup. If it's NBA, PGA, MLB, or esports, choose five of the available 10 player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props, rack up the most points, you win a share of the prize pool. Thrive is over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and is awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes. Use the promo code SGP when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit with a four-time rollover. Boom. Download Thrive Fantasy, the App Store, Google Play Store, or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. And don't forget the promo code SGP. How do you see? Nice. Honestly, that You're 32 like the micro game. machines guy over there. Have I changed you at all um, on, on opening the, your eye to the 32? Well, I do think it would be entertaining. I, I think that, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think to me, I'm guilty of clinging to the idea of the regular season. Um, like those games being essentially kind of the same feeling as a playoff game for the few of them that are, you know, um, but I think what's gained through fan interest and through more compelling games between, you know, teams that otherwise wouldn't have had a chance and now are included in the, the situation. Plus the fact that the games and the big time games roll over into the playoff and you see more like, like you say, weather, you know, especially if we got some home playoff games and stuff. No, that's what I would want. The first yeah, round. I, I do. I do think that like I'm less opposed to going bigger than I was before thinking this through. Although you get a look, you get a home game. I think 16 accomplishes it. 16. They wouldn't uh, even have BYU in this year with the 16. It is pathetic. And I do think that it would be naive to think that they wouldn't continue to fuck. Louisiana would make it. Who's nine and one. San Jose state seven and oh, won every game by double digits. They wouldn't make it. Yeah. You're okay with that. Well, uh, Liberty nine and one, especially when you get to, when you get past the point that these games are kind of like playoff games a little bit, then you might as well include every team that probably deserves the chance, which a team like BYU this year certainly does. And for them to not be included in the playoff and a team like uh, Iowa state to get in is a giant slap in the face of, you know, that's what I'm saying. 16 is not, I'm telling you it's 32 is the most perfect. I mean, I love 64, but I'm saying 32 <laughs> is, is pretty fucking perfect because you don't really have a bad team in there. Yeah. Your yeah. weakest team is 32 and 31. And even this year, like it's unfair to judge Washington on how good they are, or how bad right. they might be. That could be Arizona state. If they had a longer season, who knows that's somebody though in that spot that yeah. would have that spot. But I mean, Marshall 
and, and UCF, these teams are good teams, man. They've earned right. that. They've All earned the, that right to play. With the exception of Marshall. I mean, you talk about UCF, TCU, Washington, all of them have been in a new year six game within the past five years. You know, yeah. it's not like terrible programs you're talking about here. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I do think it would be great football. I think you're talking about the quote, quote paradigm shift in terms of what fo- fo- college football is, whether it's a, a regular season based uh, sport with a shitty postseason or uh, a, a, a different regular season and a, and an enhanced postseason. Um, but I do think that ultimately I, I prefer the latter, the, the more of this I see, I prefer that. I, I just, I know enough to know that the top four teams aren't necessarily the best teams. And that alone is enough to make me, well, and to make me lose interest. What about from a geographical sense too? Like it, it's like you're getting the whole country involved. This is just so much better. They're going to fill out brackets. There's going to be excitement around every, like even if Buffalo gets housed by a and M everyone's going to be excited in yeah. upstate New York. Yeah. Buffalo actually got excited about their program. The city of Buffalo got lit. <laughs> so I'm saying every bar would have it on that. They probably don't even have it on the fucking normal Saturday games. Right. <laughs> it's true. It's, I just don't understand it, man. Okay. Uh, database top 25. Uh, what the hell? What the hell am I doing over here? Patty C where is it? Where's the, you want it? You want it? You got it. I can't um, believe you're not more drunk. I'm ashamed of you. I tell you, buddy. Look, you got the holidays running around. Everyone drinks. Look, I drink on like a Monday. All right. True. <laughs> <laughs> nine a.m. Monday morning. Yeah. Let's go. Um, at 25, I got Buffalo. Uh, okay. The Bulls. Yes. Leopold, the Marvel Levy of college football. <laughs> that side was fucking losing it when you put that on there. It's such, it's such a dagger to the folks in Buffalo because it's such a double whammy right there. <laughs> uh, 24, I got the mullet in uh, OK State. Nice. 23, I got the buffs. Mm-hmm. Can't help it that they, they didn't, got, they got robbed. One loss buffs. Uh, 22, I got Miami. The hurricane. Uh, yep. Uh, at 21, I got app state good year for them at 20. I got North Carolina a little low, but I guess the three losses and the terrible loss to, uh, Florida state. And then not that good loss to, uh, Virginia suggest that, yeah, maybe they shouldn't be playing in a new year. Six game over, uh, other teams. Well, I had them actually at 22 last week. So they jumped I mean, up two spots for as much as we yeah. claim, complain about, uh, Florida being in the New Year's Six. Yeah, how was North Carolina, Carolina lost to Florida State and Virginia and Virginia? <laughs> Why are they in a huge prestigious bowl? That's because, dude. That's because because they that's have their, their brand. Yeah, they have a, a a fun offensive brand at this point. No, their brand as a university. You think as a football? School? I just think in general they like there's that they're like Texas to me. Yeah, and they just want them involved. Well, they have the Jordan thing. Yeah. So yeah. Um. 19. I got the Hoosiers of Indiana who, 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 <laughs> um, at 18, I got Northwestern. I still think Northwestern is better than Indiana. I sent you a, that for all great. you folks, uh, that, uh, need a chuckle here. Uh, the, uh, the transcription, the transcript of the, of the podcast is on the, uh, college experience, uh, sheet on sp- sheet uh, page on, on, on sports gambling yeah, podcast.com. Yeah, if you go to sports gambling podcast.com, click on podcast, go to the college experience and then scroll through our uh, go scroll down. You'll see the transcript of the podcast. So you can read <laughs> us and it obviously fucks it all up, but 
Either way, seeing <laughs> seeing Colby say who, who is fucking idiotic. It's good times, good times. Uh, I got Northwestern at eighteen. Look, Indiana hasn't played in weeks, so I'm gonna take Northwestern. I still think they're better than Indiana. They played right now. I'm, yeah. I'm taking Northwestern. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Seventeen. I got the Golden Hurricane of Tulsa. Yep. Sixteen. I got Iowa. Yeah. Fifteen. I got Iowa State. Nice. Fourteen. I got Liberty. Thirteen. Fair. I got Georgia. Yeah. 12. I got Florida. 11. I got Notre Dame. And before I get to my top 10. Yeah. The team that's in the college football playoff, I have is number 11 because they just got the shit kicked out. of <laughs> Right. Um, I want to tell you guys, you know, good old folks here that the college experience is brought to you by, the, by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is an all new, completely free website, sharing thousands of handicapping videos. It's like YouTube but for what DGENs only care about, you know, the best part is you'll be able to, to get video pics from the SGPN crew that we're exclusively posting at over at better than Vegas. They cover all sports as well. NFL, college football, college basketball, soccer, everything. If free video, if free video picks isn't enough, Patty C they're also giving away a thousand dollars to the top handicapper who wins the most units and also a thousand dollars to the handicapper that has the most followers. Mm. All right. So make sure you subscribe to it, to the SGPN page, sports backslash BTV. So you don't miss any of our great videos. And if the SGPN page wins any cash, we're going to give it away to the listeners. I can't talk, Patty C <laughs> head over to better than dot Vegas. That's better than dot Vegas. Uh, I want to tell you, we're also brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but you don't know how? Well, guess what? Ace per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer support going 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus ACE per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. All right. Nice. Final 10. But first Brett Bielma to Illinois. What do you think? Fucking great hire. I think you're more sold on it than me. I think I dude. I think it's decent. I think it's better than Lovey Smith. What is the downside to that hire? The dude knows big 10 football, your cafeteria. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, you're definitely going broke. Uh, as soon as that guy walks on campus, um, from a cafeteria standpoint, but, uh, Look, I like what you said there. He is, he probably has consumed a few, uh, sideline burritos. So <laughs> he is a man after my own heart. He does have a great overall record. Uh, I mean, as a head coach, I but think almost any Wisconsin coach has a pretty damn good record. So well, and if you look at what he did, Arkansas Alvarez thing there, but Arkansas year one, three and nine year two, seven and six year three, eight and five year four, seven and six year five, four and eight. He probably didn't deserve to be fired. Dude. He had them on the verge of beating uh, like a national champion level Alabama team. I remember that. Uh, he's a, he's a good coach and for Midwest, I thought they should have been Leopold, but Hey, I, I still, I still think it's a good hire, man. You can't go wrong. Fucking hiring uh, a successful coach from Wisconsin. If you're Illinois, like that's, this is not an Alabama situation where Saban is like, you know, I do. I like, I just said that Alvarez is probably like a big part of it because I do think that their athletic the program or director, whoever is, is, is it Alvarez now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, they have built a, a sports program. That's excellent. Um, and so I think any coach can step in, but I think that Saban can mask, uh, 
the deficiencies of the other coaches where I do think that they've also just done a pretty good job of hiring good coaches. I think he's a, I think he's a really good coach. I don't think he's a national champion coach, but I think he could easily get them to nine or 10 wins. Okay. I'm on board. Yeah. I, I want to see the Illini back by the way. Jay Brillis just tweeted out this college football where every game, where every game counts in, in quotations, except for Cincinnati and Indiana's games, which were clearly just exhibition games. Uh, college football is college basketball with a smaller tournament and no way to win your way, your way into the field. Facts. That's facts, man. Yeah. No argument here. Just seems, I feel like you should be able to sue for that. You should be able to sue. You should. Remember? uh, Anyway, my top 10 at number 10, I got San Jose state undefeated. Yeah. And look, Brent Brennan, hopefully he doesn't take that Arizona job. You see that they're interviewing Alex Grinch. Uh, that might be a good no Arizona or Arizona. No, I mean uh, no. Where o- is he? O- Ohio D- State now. No, OU is DC. He's uh, Oklahoma. Is okay. Oh, that's what he was. He was Ohio yeah. State. Then he Wazoo. Was, he was with Leach then Wazoo, first. Yeah. And then Oklahoma. Okay. Um, hard following these guys. No, 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 he was at Wazoo, then Ohio State, then Oklahoma. Then Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, ten. I got San Jose State. This is the best story in college football that no one's talking about. Yeah, dude. Especially that stat I highlighted uh, either last episode or two episodes ago. Two and three years ago, respectively, uh, San Jose State was, had the worst combined offense and defensive rating in the country. They essentially the worst team in the country, both three years ago and two years ago. And then uh, talk about a two-year turnaround project. Now they're yeah fucking undefeated conference. Won champs. every game by double digits. Just slapped yeah. Boise. Yeah, fucking impressive. If you take away Boise's punt return for a touchdown, they really shut them down. Yeah. Um. At number nine, I got BYU. I, I look, I, I think they shouldn't be blamed for losing by, by one yard in a game scheduled 48 hours. I don't think it should be blamed too much. Yeah. Um, Give them a little pass on especially that. Across the country stadium yeah. with fans too. Like, yeah. Like you probably had one like three hour practice to get prepared for a team. You had no time to watch film on them. Yeah. Like number eight, I got Oklahoma Sooners buddy. Got another big 12, six in a row. All right. Now seven Lafayette of Louisiana didn't play. So they stay in the same spot. Yeah. At number six, I got Ohio state undefeated conference champs. Tough to argue at number five. I got a and M. You think they've proven a little more. I do like Jimbo Fisher's stat there that we've won more sec games in a row than Ohio state has played this entire season. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, you want to talk That's about good. like the value of playing more games. Like their only losses to the best team in the country. Yeah. You know? And that was week two. Ohio state would have lost to Alabama if we're, you know, if, if well, we're especially using in week two, what Vegas, especially thinks. in week two. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And if we're, if we're honoring like, you know, Vegas as the, the deciding factor where we're willing to eliminate teams from the playoff, then we can certainly say that Ohio State would have accomplished nothing more than what uh, uh, A&M has accomplished if they had played against the same schedule. Yep. I got A&M at five at Clemson. Uh, or at four, I got Clemson. Yeah. Clemson's good. And at three, I got Cincinnati. At two, I got Coastal Carolina. And at one, I got Alabama. Hey, undefeated, undefeated, Wouldn't undefeated. Wouldn't that be a great playoff, Alabama? Undefeated Coastal, conference champions Cincinnati, all Clemson. across the top of the rankings. It makes sense. And I think you could make the argument that AM deserves to be in over Clemson, but if you got to make dumb, I, I don't agree with making four teams into a playoff anyway out of 130 or 127 right. <laughs> this year. Um, 
So that's it. That's all I got, Patty C. What else? I mean, do we want to talk about anything else on this on this episode before we just, you know, I actually let's get the fuck out of here. NFL. Uh, uh, how about get, the Cleveland Browns? Go, ten, go ten and uh, four. Yeah, that's great, man. A little variety. See, that's fun. Browns see, Redskins Super Bowl. See what happens when you allow a team to fucking. I mean, it may have taken them thirty years, but there's Browns fever out there now. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Okay, this is the college experience, guys. Make sure you give us a follow on uh, iTunes and, and uh, any fuck anything that you listen to podcast on. Yeah, do it. We we're, we we cover it all. College football, college basketball. I've been doing it for four years. Handicap every single Division One game. Uh, and been over five hundred each season in every fucking game, and also way over five hundred on our locks. Make sure you check it out. My Penn State lock looked great against the Illini. Um, uh, Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. We are part of the Sports Gambling Podcast. They're on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them a follow. Also, check out our Slack channel for the Sports Gambling Podcast. Best, it's like the best way for uh, to, to just hang out and just talk sports. Um, and yeah, you know, give us a five star review. Say some nice things about us. Sponsors often tell us that's the way. That's the way. Um, all right, guys, this is the college experience week 15 bullshit style. All right. Or 16 or whatever the fuck invitational bullshit style. <laughs> you better start thinking about yours and we out. Clorox knows you want your clothes smelling fresh and clean, but sweat happens. That's why we created Clorox Fabric Sanitizers to freshen up your clothes between washes, pre-treat extra stinky laundry, and make sure every last odor comes out in the wash. Clorox Fabric Sanitizers take care of all that and eliminate 99% of odor-causing bacteria. Plus, they're bleach-free and safe for all colors and fabrics. When it counts, trust Clorox. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has arrived on Disney+. Plus. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. If we do this, we're going to do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. We're partners, co-workers. Not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus.